Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk SIR. In today's episode of this podcast, we are covering a day in the life series of an International Foundation Program student. We have on board an alumni member, a student of IFP program back in 2017 in SIM. IFP program is a one-year program here in SIM, right before the degree program. I'm your host, Ruchira, currently studying in UOL Business and Management. And with me, I have my co-host. Yes, my name is Lawrence. I'm currently a year two student in digital media. And today we have a very special guest, Sherlyn, who had an interesting education journey, which she will be sharing with us. But before that, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners, Sherlyn? Hi guys, I'm Shalyn. I'm I was an alumni from SIM. I was in SIM from in 2017, and then I moved on to do my degree in UK, and I'm currently working. All right, amazing. Thank you so much, Shalyn. Okay, Shalyn. Um, would you like to recap your journey with how did you uh, decide to pursue this program in SIM for your IFP? Yeah, so basically, I did the typical Singapore education, primary school, secondary school, and then I went to JC. And I didn't do as well as I expected for my A-levels. And I always wanted to do law. So for me, it's like, okay, if I can't get into law school, so I don't know what else to do. So I did my research before my, like when I got my results, since I couldn't get, I I did my research on foundation programs. And there was an option to go overseas for a foundation, but I was just looking at my other options here. And I came across IFP. I think that was the second batch. So it was a very new program and I didn't hear about it before. So I was very curious as to how it will lead to my progression. And I read the brochure, I made calls, I came down to SM to ask questions about the program. And I realized that it's actually a good fit because it's a year, but I mean, technically less than a year after the exams. So I was very intrigued by that, like, okay, so that means instead of me repeating my A's or doing a degree I'm not interested in and then doing my um, Juris Doctor, it will waste a lot more time. So it makes more sense to just go into mm-hmm. IFP get the grades, work hard, and progress to a degree of my choice. Wow. As in, it's pretty interesting because, like, um, it's covered in just one year, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not spending a lot of time. And anyways, yeah. repeating A-levels also would mean another year of another year, stress correct. and so much. And uncertainty because you wouldn't know if you will get the grades. Exactly. Plus, A-levels can differ in the difficulty levels from year mm-hmm. to year. Yes, I yeah. agree. One more thing to add on to the previous question is that a lot of my friends from SIM, like, okay, majority of them were, like, some of us were from people who didn't do well for A's or, like, seniors or, like, basically older students. But mm. my closest friends were all, like, straight from O-levels. So, basically, to get into IFP, you just need O-levels. You don't need to waste your time doing A-levels. Yeah, it's a shortcut. After O-levels, after O-levels like IFP and, and going to a degree. Yes, yes. So, uh, okay, it's very <laughs> yeah. interesting. But can you uh, like, use the IFP to apply for local use in Singapore? No. All right. Only there was for... a question because we were the second batch and it was a lot of iffy iffy stuff. So we had to uh. go and ask our coordinator. I think we okay. asked her a lot of questions. She went to go and uh, like check with everyone. You can't get into a local U with IFP, unfortunately. Oh, okay. We okay. tried. We really tried. Uh, <laughs> there's another one also. That's right, a, you know? I think it's called chess in SIM. There's IFP and there's chess. Oh, yes, so yes. Che- yeah, chess is that one year degree like is in basically when you get a de- like you do a degree it's that mm. one year thing where you have proper seminars and lectures and mm. full on like rigor rigorous studying instead of just like the current I've uh, UL programs which is like just lectures and exams right mm. you guys yeah, don't have seminars correct. yeah no, no, we don't. so chess is that one year thing so it's like extra help and you don't oh. need a levels of poly diploma you just need all levels oh I am Oh, I'm shocked. Eh. It, it's, it's, it's like you skip stress. Like, you do skip stress. Levels, I agree. 
Yeah, it's like speed running all the way to uni, you know. Exactly. Oh, and the... it's not that hard, honestly. It's honestly not that hard. It's easier than... <laughs> well, someone I can... who completed it, yes. <laughs> I can... No, honestly, I can tell you it was easier than A-levels. Way easier than A-levels. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, to be fair, A-levels is honestly not easy compared to a lot of other ways that we go. It is comparable to O-levels. Like, okay, you guys asked for the subjects, right? So that when I was in... I, I, I think now there are new modules, but okay. it was maths, maths and stats, which is compulsory. Mm-hmm. Uh, economics, all compulsory. E- economics, uh, international relations, social psychology, and I think there was it four mods. Mm. Yeah, all IR. covered in FIFP. Yes, and now I think they have a business mod. I think like a accounting mod. I'm not oh, sure. Right. I'm not too sure. Oh, oh yeah, but it was it pretty. It was pretty. Uh, like vast. Um, like from going from going from maths to psychology, I was pretty. You know. Yeah, it it, it kind of covers variety. everything. Yeah, mm. in that sense, it covers everything, which is good because, like you know, especially for students who maybe do not know what they want to do yet. Yeah. Mm. So then you get economics, you get I mean, maths and stats. Then it's like it leads to accounting, economics leads to economics. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. My close friend, she did O level, so she was sixteen, and seventeen she did IFP, eighteen she started her degree, and now she's working at Big Four. What? <laughs> because she did accounting. Yeah, she did accounting at the time. Like, it's like you are speed running all the way and you are, you are you able skip, to work yes. at the age of, I think, 20, right? As, as, as yeah, as, it's 20, 21. Yeah, yeah 20, 21, that. you can already get to work full-time, get, getting a full-time pay. That is, exactly. Oh, with a degree, by the yeah. way. Oh my goodness. Okay, something something different. Okay, so after IFP, you decided, okay, I'm going to go to Birmingham. What was the journey? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so basically, I always wanted to do law, like I said earlier. Okay. And um, after, like before the exams, you already, I think IFP students would know, you have to apply to um, a few courses, especially if you're doing overseas, you have to apply under this uh, platform called UCAS. Okay. So you have to apply earlier. And I think I, I started applying, uh, IFP started in August for me. I think I started applying before, like November already, October, November already, we started like our application process. Oh, so you so, have your mindset on Birmingham already? Not on Birmingham, but on law. Oh, on law, sorry, yes. In UK, law. not because it was so, I applied to different universities and out of them, like the one I really, really liked, I think after doing my research, like um, in terms mm-hmm. of environment, like the the city itself was Birmingham. I applied to Nottingham as well, but I think it wasn't as <laughs> exciting. And <laughs> I think Birmingham in general, my experience in Birmingham was that Birmingham feels like another Singapore because mm-hmm. the people there, a lot of Asians, a lot of Punjabis, a lot of Indians, a lot of, it it's really home. I don't know. I don't know how to describe Aww. it. But you don't home, Yeah, you don't feel like you're overseas. I, okay, I okay. think in London or oh, you really feel the culture shock. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But it's like you don't you don't see familiarity. Even in terms of food options, you don't see a lot of home food, like Asian food. Can you imagine Only going Asian to a country chicken. you don't get yeah, but like a lot of Western, you don't get to see even yeah. like your Chinese food. That 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 sucks. But in Birmingham because very diverse, mm. a lot of Chinese, a lot of Asians, a lot of Indians, you do yeah. feel at home. So so that was like one of my major decision making things. That mm. I needed okay. to be somewhere that the culture was good. So that was about environment and how you assimilated into Birmingham, right? Mm-hmm. But um, when you're talking about foundation program mm-hmm. and um, your transition from the from studying in a foundation program to studying in to a, degree a degree program, yeah, what was okay. that like? Um, I would say that a lot of the mods I took in IFP were not okay. Some like in terms of maths and stats, I did not need that for my degree. Mm-hmm. Um, economics so I didn't need that but for social psych and I think even IR it did kind of help with my law degree 
So mm. at the end of the day, it depends on what degree you choose. And uh, in IR especially, right, we had to do a lot of our own reading. Like it was a thing where um, Miss Cass used to make us do weekly readings and you have to find newspaper articles or read on websites, like articles and share with the class. So I think that really helped in my my degree on like personal level because um, reading, being in terms with the like, you know, what was happening in the world on daily. Yeah, current affairs, that's the word, sorry. Current <laughs> uh, affairs. Okay. Um, it really helped with my law degree because firstly reading, secondly, like you need to know what's happening in the world. Hmm. And in terms of studying, I think um, universe, like because IFP is similar to university where you have like overseas university, not uh, UOL, is that you have lectures, you hmm. have seminars, and then you have your exams. So in terms of the structure of life, like, uh, like studying, it was very similar. Every like at every stage there was like I wouldn't say like there was a test but it's like you are being tested at every stage so you you keep your information in your head you Fresh. don't like lose it like you know in JC it's two years right yeah. so everything you study in year one is going to be tested for year two and because it's like not fresh in your head then sometimes you're like overwhelmed trying to gather everything yes. whereas if IP it's like very structured like for example I remember my timetable I'm not sure if it's the same now but my timetable was morning was a lecture I think 9am lectures then mm. you have a break and then you had this thing called active study so after lecture, you have like lunch, then you have active study. So active study is like that one hour block, I think one hour block, where you sit in class and study on your own. There's no teacher, nothing. Okay. So you are like forced to, you know, you have that free time to study. You will like actually do your seminar work before that and read through whatever you did for the lecture. And then after that is your seminar. That is so interesting, actually. So it's, it is like yeah. super structured, more structured than I think even degree programs. It is actually like forcing you to sit there and study. Yeah. And then it leads to your seminar. So it's like, there's no excuse for you not to do your homework. Not to do your work. I believe when you're studying with um, other people in your class, you mm-hmm. tend to focus better. You tend to like drive yourself to do get your work done better yeah. and faster, right? And I think one thing, one major difference that I realized between local programs like Singapore, like Singapore education system and UK education system is that there's a lot of competition in Singapore where it's like, um, I'm not going to share my notes with you because what if you do better than me? Yeah, it's a bit of a I, red I, face. Because of the bell curve system, it's mm. like if one person does better, then like, you know, the, I guess the, the grade for A goes up. Yeah. But in UK programs, there's no such thing. So it was more like, I think people were more open to sharing and studying together and like, here, here's my notes, like your entire mm. chunk. I had my friends who gave me like chunks of their notes and we just like switch notes. Okay, so given a working adult as the, uh, which you are right now, what is one advice you would give to especially those that have just graduated, maybe through this program, or whether or not whether or not they are mm. fresh grads from this program or not? What's one advice you have? Don't give up. Yes. I know applying to jobs is very difficult. It's hard to get in, especially when you're not from a local university. But don't give up mm. and always believe in yourself that you know what you have something that's special that will help you get in. And don't feel dejected when you get rejections because it's normal. Mm, yes, Especially if you're from sure. an overseas university, you might get rejections because maybe they have certain criteria. But just keep on applying and figure out what exactly is different from your resume versus someone else's resume. Work harder mm. on, I guess, you have, like one piece of advice, I guess, would be sell yourself. <laughs> like really put yourself out yes, there. Not branding yourself. Yourself, branding yourself. Yes. Sell, like yes. make sure Correct. you stand out. Really yeah, brand yourself. Sure. Do internships firstly. Do internships and don't give up. Really, mm. just don't feel rejected because I have friends who had so many rejections and then finally they get into like big firms. So mm, it's yes. perseverance. Very inspiring speech from uh, Shalin. Thank you so yes. much for joining us today. I just wanted to 
ask her a, a few words, a few closing <clears throat> words for those students who have been probably graduated. Those graduating from IFP, um, do you have any words for them? How they can um, study hard, yes. do your past year papers, really <laughs> study like, especially because yes. in such a short program, you can't, you can't have a thing mm. where, okay, I'll study later. You really have to be consistent. I think yes. I've come to SM a few times to give this talk. So yeah, oh. be consistent, be consistent. Don't give up like and think, okay, now I can study tomorrow. I can study another day. You have that mm. active study period to be consistent. So really be consistent. Do all your past year papers because they are not going to test you something out of syllabus. And anything you should always ask your lecturers. I had wonderful lecturers in IFP. They were all very helpful even when I was applying to uni and even afterwards. So take full advantage mm. of the opportunities given to you. In UOL programs, you don't have like a seminar. So you don't have that mm. freedom to ask. But now that you have in IFP, you do have all these resources. Make full use of them. Ask your teachers as much as you can. Okay. So really just be consistent and yeah, study hard, especially with the current period now. If those listeners who are currently in IFP are listening to this podcast right now, go and study. <laughs> yes, I think Richard, yeah. one thing for sure is that... It's one year, it's a short program, really just... Mm. Give it your all and then you'll be so happy once you get into the course of your choice. Mm. Yeah, I think one thing for sure is that we have just met Shirlene, but I think she will be one one lawyer that I would, I would trust after yes. hearing all this. It's like she, yes. knows, she knows what's going on, you know, she knows her thing, which is impressive. And the, the best part is she's enjoying yes. it. She yes. enjoys it. Like you can tell mm, that yeah. she enjoys it. And I guess a general life advice is don't give up on yourself. Like, I think for me, I was very dejected when I didn't get into, like, I couldn't, like, after A-levels, I couldn't do this, couldn't do that. I had very limited options. But, like, really, I, I went all out to find this, find that, so that I get to live my dream. So, like, don't give up on your dream and mm. persevere. I think I think it's a sign for me to move to law now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, even I just... after you graduate, you do know you can do Juris Doctor, right? Even though uh, it takes oh, okay. a bit longer, you can know. do Juris Doctor, mm. you can become a okay. lawyer. Yeah, Lawrence. Okay, along yes, with your vlogger life, along with your vlogger <laughs> life, slowly transition into your future dreams. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it in consideration. But thank you so much, Shirley, for joining us. And um, for, for listeners me. out there who are thinking of applying for IFP, there's an intake upcoming in May and September. So you guys can take a look at our SIM website. And before we close off, I would like to thank Shirley so much for spending this very lovely afternoon with us today for today's episode, Let's Talk SIM. And we hope that this episode has brought important insights for those who are interested in pursuing a degree or relevant causes under UOL or Birmingham. So do stay tuned for our upcoming episodes for more Day in the Life series across different schools as we share more interesting stories with this podcast. Thank you once again, Shalin. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, here's Lawrence and Ruchira signing off. off.